0: Hey there everyone, welcome to Push-Pull Podcast, Stories of Human Migration. I'm David Arnsberger, AP World History teacher at James Clemens High School in Madison, Alabama. And today, our guest is my favorite student, Claire Ward. And Claire's gonna tell us a wonderful story about her great grandfather and an internal migration uh, pattern that she's gonna talk about. So Claire, welcome to Push-Pull Podcast. And the first question I always ask is kind of an icebreaker question is how long have you been in our school system in Madison City, and how long have you lived here in North Alabama?
1: I moved to North Alabama in fourth grade. I think I was like 11 years old.
0: Okay. All right. Very good. And who are you going to tell us about today, Claire?
1: My great-grandfather, Emmett Rice.
0: Okay. And where did he grow up?
1: He was born in 1923 in New Hope, Alabama.
0: Okay. And what did he do as he grew up or as he got older? What happened?
1: He moved to West Huntsville for his family to find work because he was born in poverty. His mom ran a sa- sandwich cart in the textile mills, and his dad worked in the mill. And at 19 years old, he was drafted into World War II in 1941.
0: Okay, so he went off to, he went off to war, mm-hmm. okay, as, as a lot of young American uh, men did back then. Um what was there anything involved in the war that was notable in his his career there?
1: He stormed Normandy on June 6, 1944.
0: Oh wow, that's pretty incredible. So your great grandfather was part of the the Normandy invasion. Yes, sir. Oh, that's pretty awesome. It's a, um, uh, go America. And after the war's over, what did he do? Where did he come back to Alabama, um, back to where he lived or what was he what did he go from there?
1: He moved to the north In Detroit, and he became a steeplejack who worked on skyscrapers.
0: Oh, okay. So after the war, he moves up north. A a lot of people, we've talked about this before, sometimes this concept of moving uh, from the south to the north after World War II and actually after World War I, we call the Great Migration. A lot of times the Great Migration is tied more to uh, black Americans uh, from the rural south. But uh, it is a component of the Great Migration that that poor whites – moved up north and out west too. And how did he get a job as a high s- skyscraper? What's that term again that you use for somebody who works on a skyscraper?
1: A steeplejack.
0: A steeplejack, okay. That's a new one.
1: Um I do not know why but my mom said that he was like an entrepreneur and just always did multiple jobs and I guess he was curious.
0: Sure. So, you know, when we talk about push-pull effects, the push effect would be what was here in Alabama was uh, if he'd have stayed here, he would have, you know, li- I don't know, lived in poverty might be a bad way to say it, but he ha- would have had a more difficult uh, time here finding a-, a good, well-paying job. And that pull effect uh, to Chicago, not Chicago, but to Detroit was a good job. Yep. Okay. All right. And uh, how long does he in Detroit for, you know?
1: Well, he met his wife, Betty Seedorf, who worked for Bell South, and had my grandpa in 1951. And then at six year old, six years old, they moved. When he was six years old, he moved back to Huntsville because they didn't like the cold.
0: They didn't like the cold. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and and that's and that sometimes is part of internal migration too that we talk about. Uh, there's the the push and the pull. To a a new location for a good job, and then sometimes uh, people bounce back to where they're from originally or or close to that area. So this is following. This stays within context of a lot of internal migration that we've seen in our country.
1: Then they, when he was eleven years old, my grandpa they moved to California for a change of pace, but eventually they moved back to Huntsville. Okay. And my. Great grandfather opened a garage on Bob's Wallace in Lehman Ferry.
0: Very good. Um, yeah, this is a this is a great story, Claire, of your great grandfather coming back after the war and um, and wanting a better opportunity for what he saw in the in in the south at that time coming back after World War II and and as your uh, your somebody else in your family said, uh, as an entrepreneur. So mm-hmm. go out there, get a job, make a, make a living for yourself in something that was probably a very, Thomas, very uh, dangerous. Uh, and desk. I would imagine um, things that are dangerous usually are well-paying, but a lot of people don't like to do them. So that's an interesting part of that story. So, um, and, and, and a great story of internal migration uh, that we talk about uh, not so much in our AP world course, but most definitely in uh, U.S. history and uh, and then the AP U.S. history course as well. So, Anything else you have for us before we wrap up?
1: Um,
0: it seems to me you're pretty proud of your great-grandfather.
1: Yeah. Um, he bought a lot of property in Huntsville, and my grandpa still owns them today.
0: Very good. All right. Okay, Claire, well, thank you very much for being with us on Push Pull Podcast.